No, 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 no. Bane already killed Nakamura's thing. Like that's, or he retired it. I should say. Don't do Nakamura's theme. Everything else is open though. Wait, what about this one? Wow. <laughs> Spot on, dude. <laughs> You're summoning a King Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better at this thing, dude. This is great. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. He's got his charger product. Jeff, the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Welcome to episode 354 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. <gasps> my name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Man, did I get some stuff from Amazon. And did I get some stuff from BBTS. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was a good week, dude. It was a good week. You hear about the mail calls all the time. My front door was getting slammed. It was great. Pre-orders galore? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of st- Well, and stuff that I had just picked up on Amazon. I had mentioned last week I had bought some Ghostbusters figures, the Terminator NECA figure, and everything was arriving. And then I got my pile of loot from BBTS, which was some G.I. Joe figures, the Paul Stanley and Peter Chris AXN kiss figures. So, dude, a great haul. Plus, I got those risers that I had talked about last week. And I want to test them out maybe on just a couple more figures, but I'm a big fan of them, dude. I shared the link out to you. I think you're going to order some, but these things are awesome. And you can do Mattel, like this is specific for the show. If you're doing Mattel or Jazzwares figures, you know, the six inch scale, the standard, you can do figures on every single shelf on the riser if you have a Detolf without issue. Well, why don't you share that out? I know you want to do a few more tests, but if they are specific for six-inch scale figures, then why don't you go ahead and share that out? Okay. So if you jump on Amazon, you're looking for, and I'll spell this because I have no idea how you would pronounce it, L-I-L-E-Z-B-O-X acrylic display riser shelf for Pops figures, clear four-step display stand for display or collection. 12 by 9, and you can do a two-pack, you can do singles, you can do a four-pack, and then they have a smaller size shelf as well. So I'm just speaking from what I've seen off of two, and I already am in love with these things. I'm going to get one pretty much for every single shelf I have on the Detolf. So for our purposes, four shelves on a Detolf, you're getting the large four-pack, and I think that's like 42, 43 bucks, which isn't bad. And like I said, if you're just doing WWE Mattel or Jazzwares figures, anything that's that standard six-inch scale, you'll be able to put a figure on every single shelf. Now, keep in mind that probably bars Andre the Giant, Big Show, the giant figures. 
but a standard like an Arn Anderson will fit on every single shelf of that riser. So a big fan. And again, if you're concerned about them standing or falling over, maybe head on to ringside. They've got the 10 pack of figure stands for Mattel's. And I think it's only like four bucks for 10 of them. So load those up, get those risers. Going to be looking sweet in the Detolf. I can't wait till it's all set up. Now the only thing I have to figure out for the Detolf is lighting. I better go on and pick up those uh, risers because like those paint pens that we've always promoted, the Posca paint pens, Posca paint pens before the pandemic were starting to go up in price because everybody was going onto Amazon and ordering them. So I better go order these risers before the prices go up on those. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say that we've influenced people to buy paint pens or ah, risers. Don't but... say we're influencers. How dare you, <laughs> jerk. But hey, it's been known to happen. <laughs> don't you dare say we're influencers. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, the, the risers so far look great. I'm a big fan of them. I've got uh, the movie shelf. I've got figures on every single stand on the riser and no issue at all. They're not scraping the top of the Detolf. That's on the top shelf, by the way. Uh, they're not scraping their heads on the top shelf or on the glass shelf above them. So they work out perfect for that standard six-inch scale. So go check them out. Uh, if anything, just buy one. There's no tools required. The entire shelf assembly comes already done. You basically, and there's no tools needed. It's got metal legs and they screw in. Basically, you just screw the cap off, attach it to the, the, the riser, screw the top back on. It's done. It's super simple. I mean, if I can do it, anybody could do it. And they yep. look nice. So there you go. All right. So Lyle, L-I-L-E, box, box. Uh, I think it's L- Bozex. Z-Box? Bozeman. Not Bozeman. Bozeman. No. Boxman. No, I think L-I-L-E, Z-Box or something like that. Z-Box. All right. Z-Box. They couldn't say Xbox, so they went Z-Box. Right, right. Xbox, you know, somebody took that one already. Yeah. When you order Xbox off Wish. <laughs> yes, you get the Z-Box. You get the Z-Box. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, you know where to go. Just do a Google search, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you want to send us any audio questions, Send them on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. All right, Scott, we didn't know this, but we do have an omission from last week, and it was because we didn't know that there was actually Voltron figures. Actually, nah, that's not no mission. We don't follow Voltron that close. Well, we should have. No, 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 no. That's no. Wrong. So it's not no mission. That, that, we just don't know because we don't follow Voltron that closely. So apparently these were diecast figures, and they did connect. But they didn't come with the little guys that we had when we were kids. Be a lot cooler if they did. That's true. That's true. But there was a Voltron toy line a couple years back when they launched the Netflix season thingy, whatever it is. Well, smart. I mean, you put out a cartoon, you want to have a toy line to go with it. That's that's kind of been the model for years and years, decades and decades. Um, Well, let's not forget, too. I think we mentioned it last week that Super 7 did that ultimate Voltron, which was awesome. But again... Like you with the Transformers Ultimates, if it doesn't transform or come apart, yeah, man, it's, it seems like you're kind of missing out on something, right? It doesn't really warrant that hefty price tag. Kind of felt the same way about the Voltron. It was badass. It looked awesome, but it didn't come apart. So that's cool. They did a die cast set, but really, if I was going to relaunch Voltron, 
it would be the ones that came with the figures. Because the characters in the cartoon were as big a part of it as the robot was. So, or the mech, whatever. Don't don't get technical with me. Um, it just I think it needs the figures to go with the the mech. You're a mech. You're a mech. My life's a mech. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> All right. We do have GBM up next. There's a little toy drive in there. So why don't we welcome GBM onto the show? Welcome to the show. Good brother, Mike, the man that just celebrated a birthday. Mike, what are you doing here again? We just had you on, man. Uh, Yeah, I got a little something special that I wanted to come on and talk about. And I appreciate you guys having me on the show again. Well, you uh, you pestered us. You pushed us till finally we said, okay, we can have you on. I'm just joking, man. It's always good to have you on. You know that. Yeah, it's always a good time here. Have you talked to Hova lately? Uh, text here and there. All right. I got to text him, see what he's up to. Yeah, I got some stuff for him. So hopefully uh, we can get together pretty soon. And one other thing that just happened, you opened, what was it, a, ho- a hobby box? Something like that? And uh, of wrestling cards? Yeah, I was on uh, Mercari. And I've seen someone was selling a hobby box of the Revolution wrestling cards. And they had a $50 price tag on it, which I thought was really cheap. Mm-hmm. So I scooped that up and uh, I was debating on opening it. And Norm told me I should rip them. <laughs> uh, so I went ahead and did that and uh, pulled out a Hulk Hogan auto. So uh, how much is that going for if you get it graded? Um... I don't know, but I've seen Raw on eBay go for between two and 250 So what are you going to do with yours? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably hang on to it for a little bit. Man, you got to get that graded. Thinking about it. Yeah, you should. You got some cards back from Norm graded, right? Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff I sent into PSA. A couple uh, Josh Allen rated rookies and other Allen cards. So are you going to sell any of those? Or are you holding on to those? Um, the rated rookie that I got off of whatnot out of an eight dollar pack came back a gem in 10 so i'm obviously holding on to that one nice uh, the other ones i'm not sure about so let's think about this it came back a gem in 10 so that thing got opened up on whatnot got shipped to you got shipped out here from buffalo to california went to psa got graded a 10 got shipped back that thing has logged some miles since you opened that thing on whatnot Oh, definitely. And it's uh, pristine. So I'm pretty happy. That's crazy, man. So where it came from on whatnot, all the traveling, it still graded a gem mint 10. That's crazy. Yeah, I was I was worried about even sending it in there. Right. Because pulling the rated rookie itself, I was pretty pumped up about. And then I was worried about it getting lost Right. in the mail. But yeah, it's home. <laughs> so where do you have it right now? Uh, it's actually up on my shelf right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Did Norm sent you the uh, card stand too, right? Uh, no, he actually forgot to send me some. Oh, uh, okay. That... But I have, I have little like wooden ones kind of like from the art section at Walmart. Okay. I would put like a little uh, art canvas on. Uh-huh. So it's just standing up on one of those right now. Nice. It seems like you're more into cards lately than you are figures. Are you still collecting figures? Uh, yeah. When I can find them. What are you looking for right now? Um, Anything uh, AW like chases, I see in the new Elite 96 at Walmart recently. And I skipped over 95, but a lot of the boxes were beat up. So that was kind of a pass on those. But I just picked up the Walmart exclusive, the Cody Supreme. 
mm-hmm. the other day. So now I have the Target Cody and Britt and now the Walmart Cody. Okay, so you're all in on these Supreme figures, huh? Oh, right now, yeah. I mean, it's a high high price point, but I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. You, know, you get them autographed, that's what you do. <laughs> you know how we roll. Yeah, we just need to get more people here. Um, Foley was in town last Sunday, and uh, I got stuck at work, so I wasn't able to go see him. What were you thinking about getting him to sign? Uh, I had uh, the Dude Love Elite, and then my Mankind Elite, and then the Cactus Jack exclusive. Spoiler alert, that Dude Love Elite is going to be coming up in the show. Perfect. Yeah, I was going for, you know, wanted to go for the three faces of Foley, all three autos, but unfortunately I was stuck at work, so that didn't happen. Got it. Got it. So GBM, you are on to promote something. So I'll turn it over to you. Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, I help out with one of the local scout troops in town here. Uh, it's troop two, seven, six. And there is a young lady who is working on, uh, her Eagle scout rank. And in order to do that, she has to do an Eagle project. And she decided to do Madison's spectacular toy drive. And she wanted to help out, you know, local kids in the area for unforeseen circumstances. People, you know, sometimes struggle at the holidays and she wanted to make sure, uh, she put some smiles on some kids' faces this year. So uh, I asked if uh, I could come on and talk about it. Uh, she has a website, madisonspectaculartoydrive.com. That's M-A-D-D-I-S-O-N, spectaculartoydrive.com. And in there you'll find a P.O. box. You could send something to donate. Uh, there's a Venmo if you would like to make a monetary donation. And, uh, yeah, she's uh, trying to collect toys. Her goal is 1000 so hopefully, uh, you know, we can get kind of close to that. So if anybody uh, listening would care to donate, uh, we'd appreciate it. We want everybody to go to their Walmarts and clear out Superstar Series 1 and send them off to Madison's Toy Drive. How about that? That would be awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, it, yeah, hit, hit, you know, Walmart, Target, yeah. the clearance aisle, anything, anything, you know. When does all this have to be in by? Drive starts November 7th. Okay which is a Monday and it goes through December 3rd. So anytime between now and then, if you want to go to the website, send in something to the PO box, send a cash donate or, you know, cash via Venmo. Is the Venmo on the website? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's actually, uh, I can uh, give you the Venmo here too. It's at Madison's toy drive, M A D D I S O N S toy drive. But yeah, all the information's on the website. Okay, cool. Cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool, too, because uh, once she makes her Eagle rank, she'll be the third person in her family to earn that. She has two older brothers that earned their Eagle rank, and then she'll be the second person in the entire like council that we have. Mm-hmm. She'll be the second girl to earn the Eagle rank. That's so cool. Well, I hope everybody donates. We'll be donating over here to the toy drive, whether it's monetary or uh, toys. I do have quite a few that I probably could offload. <laughs> I got right. There's a whole garage over there with a bunch of toys that I'm sure I could send over. So, but we encourage everybody to go help her out, get that Eagle badge, become the third member in the family to gain the Eagle badge. So yeah, the Eagle's like the highest rank you can get in scouts. You know, she hasn't been in too long, but she's worked her way up very quickly. Mm-hmm. So she's put a lot of effort into it. So hopefully uh, this toy drive will be a big success. Uh, we got 10 boxes that are going out in the community around here for people to donate um she's gonna have like a table set up at walmart outside walmart thanksgiving weekend 
Nice. She's going to have a spot at uh, Tractor Supply here one weekend. And then uh, there's a Christmas in Gowanda on December 3rd. It's like a local thing. People go around. There's little vendors out. And she's going to have a spot set up there. So that should be pretty cool. And then uh, my brother's buddy works at a country radio station here. And he said he'd throw something on their website and give it a shout on the radio. So nice, getting it boosted out there. Between playing boot, boot scoot, boogie, and what other country music, <laughs> he'll promote it out there, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good guy he's been on uh with the station for a long time so yeah he said he'd have no trouble doing that for us that's cool man that's cool well we're we are happy to promote it as well as long as with everybody else again give that website one more time the website is madison m-a-d-d-i-s-o-n spectacular toy drive.com and if anybody uh sends something in or send something in via Venmo. If you can uh, just throw a little hurt on fully posable, just so we know it got out there here and uh, we'll see what happens from there. All right. Well, we hope she gets that Eagle badge because I know how much she wants it. So also, are you going to any bills games? I have to ask, are you going to any bills games coming up? Um, I have no t- tickets currently, but I mean, I'd love to get to a game. Yeah. You got to get to a game, man. You got to get down there. You got to get to that. You got to get to the Ralph before it closes. Yeah, and I think uh, you and Norm might have to get your uh, butts out here before it shuts down also. Our butts and the rest of us, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to get out there. I've never been to a game, so I think it's uh, it's calling my name. So I was just going to say, I've been to one, so I think it's ready for a second. Yeah, I think Norm and I need to get out there, but I think it's going to have to wait till next season when it's not bone-chilling cold. It hasn't been too bad here. Actually, it was like close to 70 today, and it's, what, November 3rd? You guys are doing better than us. We were at this morning when I got out of bed, and went to work. It was 45 degrees and we didn't, I didn't know how to handle that. That is pretty chilly for the West coast. Oh dude. We were, we were singing the blues today, you know, <laughs> thank you GBM for coming on everybody. Please go to that website again. It's Madison spectacular toy drive.com and donate whichever way you can for the holidays. And let's also help her get her ego badge. So GBM, thank you again for being on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. You know, we appreciate you every day, all day, you know. (laughs) (laughs) GBM, thanks again, man. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you, GBM, for coming on the show. And we want everybody to donate over to Madison Spectacular Toy Drive dot com over there you can get all the info the p.o box if you want to send in toys or if you want to make a monetary donation that'll be via venmo gbm thank you for coming on and doing this toy drive for the holidays that's awesome thank you gbm that's mariah carey's uh christmas thing Actually, it sounds better than Mariah Carey's Christmas song. It really does, dude. I'd rather listen to that all day. Oh, boy, boy, for Christmas. <laughs> Jeff, you know better than to talk with your mouth full. Oh, what? That actually was better than Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. It totally was. <laughs> I loved it. Well done, dude. You should make a Christmas album. Thank you. Thank you. I think uh, Shitty Flute will make its appearance one more time in the show. Uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I don't even have a prediction as to when that's going to happen. I'm just looking forward to it. Actually, that was so good. I may just play that through the rest of the show. The uh, shitty flute Mariah Carey song. You know what you should do is do two hours of shitty flute and record it. And we can play it in the background during every show.
Like yes. Mitch Hedberg would do a stand up and he had the bass riff going in the background. Yes. Shitty flute will be our backing track. Okay, this is actually a great idea. I love this idea. But you know what? You could do wrestling themes. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Just oh, don't my... do Nakamura's because we close with that. I could do Nakamura's. I could make it happen. No, 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 no. Bane already killed Nakamura's thing. Like that's or he retired it. I should say. Don't do Nakamura's theme. Everything what... else is open though. Wait, what about this one? Wow. <laughs> Spot on, dude. <laughs> You're summoning a King Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better at this thing, dude. This is great. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Did you just hear the masterpiece I just pumped out? That was pretty solid. Thank you. Solid masterpiece. I left one of those <laughs> earlier today. Anyway. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Glad Thanks. pipes are still clean and moving. Sky, have you picked up anything recently outside of risers? Uh, got the Ghostbusters figures. Oh, yeah. Very duh. happy with that. Got the uh, Terminator figure. Picked up the Predator figure, which I think I talked about that last week. And let's see. Aside from that. Oh, BBTS in my pile of loot, which I have another one forming over there. They've got my <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter figure and the other half of the Crimson Twins, uh, Zamot. So they had shipped Tomax, but Z uh, Zamot wasn't available yet. So now Zamot, the other half of the twins, is sitting in the pile of loot. So I already got another one going. Oh, dude, just cash that one in, man. Just get the other twin in. <sighs> yeah. Actually, there's a big part of me that wants to do that. Like before I set up the G.I. Joe shelf in the Detolf, I feel I should have both twins in hand. Yeah, you should, dude. Actually, I have so many of the G.I. Joe figures. I think it's going to be three shelves in the Detolf. You need to get that twin in, and then you need to get the other detail from Tim. Yes. Oh, in fact, because I did the crowdfund on that Hiss tank, I'm thinking the shelf or the detail that I get from Tim, the top shelf is going to be the Hiss tank, and I'll do the figures on the bottom three. And like I said earlier, I've got to figure out lighting in those detolfs. They've got one that sticks to the top. They've got a couple couple different sizes. Uh, the one that I'm looking at, I think it's like 13 bucks. And it actually connects to like an LED hub where you can plug in six lights. So I think I'm going to go with that. My concern is with the light on top shining down, I don't know that it's going to get every single shelf. And I've seen these LED strips that you can buy, but that seems like a lot of work. So just trying to figure something out. So we're spending Thanksgiving together. I'm just saying, we if you get those lights, we can put them together during Thanksgiving. That's a good point. And your shelves already be uh, built by then. Oh, you know what? We should test them on yours, dude. All right. Just send me the link. I'll order everything. Okay. Perfect. All right. Perfect. We're going to get this figured out. By the end of the year, we'll have like all of your detail solutions. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, oh, shit. <laughs> Shut get up. Get out of here, Cena. Look at <laughs> MFers going into business for himself. Leave. <laughs> I fat fingered that one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I did get in a couple of pre-orders that I had sitting one over at Amazon, and you saw this the other day. I got in Bumblebee and Lonzo. Oh, Stalker. Come on. Stalker. Call I got, him Lonzo like you and Stalker on a first-name basis. Come we on. are on a first-name basis. That's what it said on the box. That's what I'm going to call him. Yeah, it's Bumble. It's B and Zo. What's up, guys? <laughs> but I totally had forgotten that I had pre-ordered that. I think it was because I had ordered it on Amazon that I had forgotten about that pre-order. So you're still in on the retros. 
No, I I got in the Megatron and I got in the Baroness. I got that one in as well. <laughs> I'm done, dude. Th- that no, is you're it. not, because you still have the Sky Striker coming that you crowdfunded. I do have the Sky Striker coming. Then I'm gonna be done. Stop me if you've heard this before. I know, I know. I've as I said, I'm trying to allocate money <clears throat> elsewhere. So trying to do that. I got Superstars figures. I still need to catch up on. There's a couple that I'm missing. I need to pick those up. Coliseum collections next Friday. Or actually, when this drop is like ne- this coming Friday. Yeah, don't forget about that. What is it at noon? Uh, yeah, uh, noon Eastern, Eastern. Eastern. Yes, nine Pacific. So, anyways, I've yeah, exactly. I got the Coliseum video collection coming up. I've got so much coming up. So I've got to be out on the three and three quarters. Although I'm thinking about opening up that Baroness and Megatron. So when I got them in, there's no window at all. Ugh. So. I think Baroness riding on Megatron, I think that's going to look pretty sick. So I'm going to just go ahead and open that up and put that in the detolf. And what about the Bumblebee and Stalker? Might as well open up that one. There's no window. Dude, let Sean do those. At least one of them. It's going to take like three hours for him just to put the stickers on. (laughs) I'll I'll have you do the stickers. That'll be like nostalgia right there. Hey, Scott. I don't want to do the... No, why? I don't want to do the sticker. I hate stickers. I know you do. That's why I want you to do them. (laughs) <laughs> come over and punish me <laughs> just feed me a walking around burrito don't make me do stickers all right a-holes <laughs> put the details together and worse yet put those stickers on yeah, feed me burritos and hot dogs <laughs> that's what actually we're gonna do we're gonna have walking around burritos we're gonna have that left field hot dogs yep toilets are gonna be destroyed oh it's good thing i have a bidet uh, it's gonna be quite a day dude yeah quite a day using the bidet i gotcha yep rinsing the bee piece all right scott we've got a lot of news what do you say we jump into it let's do it oh you gonna learn today all right first up figures toy company they finally came out with their new referee and he has 20 points of articulation 20 20 the referee will have a striped shirt he'll be holding up the two sign that's what i do at work when it's time to go (laughs) you don't even say anything you just throw up two nope i just throw up two and that's it (laughs) so it's a it's a quiet office we all have our headphones (laughs) so you have to use hand signals yeah 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 exactly sean walks away holding up four you're like what does that mean (laughs) also uh uh-oh i have to clean the bathroom after this one (laughs) (laughs) just use the bidet please (laughs) but figures toy company new ref with 20 points of articulation i hope that this is the style that they go in going forward i hope they announce something with the midnight express soon and then that they go with this we'll see yeah Fingers crossed, man. That would be awesome. I'm not saying that the Midnight Express would be it with the 20 points of articulation, but there's always a hope. So For sure. Absolutely, yes. Anyways, that's over at figurestoycompany.com. All right. Asylum Superstore, Scott Norton Superstars figure. Superstars-like figure. He'll have a black vest and a red and black singlet. He will be part of the Series 1 to go along with the Road Warriors. Nice. And that's, what, five or six figures, I believe? Or five figures in that first assortment? Yeah, so the, so far they've announced three of the... I, th- I think it's five or six. Okay. Well, if it's five, we can expect another tag team, maybe? Fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope so. Can't wait to see who it is. I know. I'm enjoying seeing them pump these figures out, because these will go with the Superstars line, so... For sure. And those Road Warriors look fantastic. All right. 
Is everybody ready for the sad, sad news? It's been the talk of the day. Sad. Ever since Double J showed up on Wednesday at AEW, the big question became, is that ultimate still happening? And the answer is no. Per Steve Ozer on the Wrestling Figs message board, Steve, could you please finally confirm or deny whether or not the Jarrett figure are, figures are still happening? We still get Jake Roberts figures, so I just wanted to make sure. Steve said, this one won't be possible at this time. If the situation ever changes, as they tend to do, I'll do all I can to get this one back in the pipeline for release. That sucks. A lot of people were upset. I was passing on this figure, but I know so many people that wanted it. And man, I'm just crushed for them. And isn't that funny that as soon as you see somebody pop up in the rival promotion, it's not, oh, hey, good for them. Or, wow, this is going to change the ratings. The first thing is, ah, oh, damn it, we're not getting any more figures of them. Yeah. That, that's just us, dude. That's the figure collector in us. It's never going to go away. And it sucks because that was such, I mean, based on the renderings that we saw, such a good-looking figure. And now we're not going to get it. And it sucks. And just sorry to all the fans that wanted that one. It's just, man, it's, it stings. Well, the bad thing is, is that we're not getting that 95 era double J. Right. Right. That's, that's the one that the nostalgia collectors really, really wanted. We haven't had a double J in that style for a long, long time. Right. So I know the dire need for that figure from the collectors. And when it was confirmed earlier today, honestly, my heart broke for everybody that was in need for that figure, just dying to get that figure. I was going to get it. Soft spot, I do like the Double J character of 95, 96. I thought it was a kind of a underrated feud with Razor, to be honest with everyone. That's true. The good point. So I did kind of like the Double J character, but at the same time, like, my heart just broke for everybody today. That's all I can say. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It just sucks, man. All right. A few more questions that came in on the Wrestling Figs message boards. Vamp. 55 said, Hey Steve, I made this suggestion in another thread, but wanted to see if you had any thoughts on it. Have you or the team spoken about the possibility of die cast belts? Guessing the cost would be significant, but given that Hot Wheels Matchbox design crew is probably an email away for you, seems making small die cast belts would be at least a possibility. Is it ever something you think Mattel might actually be able to produce? I'd love a subseries Ultimate Edition called Ultimate Edition Metal. He said in parentheses, I'm guessing logistically and production-wise, it would be a very difficult task to go from plastics to metal, but thought I'd ask. Steve said, we have discussed this. They are expensive, but if we find the right execution for them, we can always dust off the idea. Pretty cool. Thinking about the die-cast metal belts, that'd be awesome. Yep. Next question comes in from Tanay D3X. He had a question last week, and he got another one in this week. Do the Coliseum collection figures have displacing hips? Like uh, like an old person, like breaking a hip? Like you just pull the hip out of socket? <laughs> what What is this, you loose collector freaks? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? The loose collectors and displacing hips. Although, although I think that would make it easier for people to do the sharpshooter. Oh, that's have, true. Good point. If you have displacing hips. I've got displacing hips. I'm very old. I'm right behind you, dude. I got you. We're brothers in arms on this one. We're <laughs> <laughs> brothers in displacing hips. <laughs> Steve said they will They will be starting in 2023. Fighter Hayabusa 
second time he's gotten a question. I I know. I love that name, dude. Great, great name. Have you considered a Halloween theme line or maybe a CE figure to be released around this time of the year? What's CE? Got me. All right. Um, (sighs) Never mind. Uh, (laughs) There there are so many. Extender. (laughs) Displacing hips. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many wrestlers and costumes that can be done. At the very least, I think we need a Cena as Vanilla Ice. It was such a pivotal moment in his career, and it needs to be represented in figure form. I still don't know what CE. Help me out, Scott. What is CE? <gasps> Celebrity edition. Oh, there you go. Okay. Way to do that on the fly. It has nothing to do with what you thought CE meant. No, I didn't know. I didn't even know why I put this question in. I must have been very tired. Anyways. Well, I mean, the closest we've had to a Halloween line really have been the Monsters and Mutants. That we reviewed a couple months, or about a, what, a month ago with Kenny? Yeah. Steve said, we have. Not sure we could do Cena as Vanilla Ice without an agreement with Vanilla Ice, though. Hmm. Those are the few questions that I've pulled off the Wrestling Figs message boards. Again, to the collectors, I'm sorry about the Double J. I know so many people wanted that figure, and... I know it broke a lot of people's hearts. I was reading the comments on Twitter today, and to everyone, I feel like, honestly, my heart's breaking for you guys. We joke around on this show about displacing hips and whatever else, but honestly, heart's broken for you guys over here because just know how you guys, how bad you guys wanted those. For sure, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. That is it for the news. We actually had a good amount of news. Yeah, not too bad. Well, you pull the message board stuff, so that always helps. Yeah. I go seeking the news. You are a host extraordinaire, as I've often said. I would not go that far. All right. We are heading into the nostalgia segment up next. What do you say, Scott? Let's talk about it. We're going back in time for nostalgia. get into WWE Elite Series 62, we want everybody to head on over to Wrestling Figure Database, of course. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. This one we want you guys to do is head on over to the WWE section. Go to the WWE Elite Mainline section and look for 51 to 100. And then before you start scrolling through all the figures like I normally do, there's a one that says Series. I think it was called Series. Yeah, yeah it's a little drop down called series. Yeah, and then you can filter by the series, and we want you to filter by Elite 62. So you can follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, WWE Elite Series 62, what do you have for us? Yes, sir. Listeners, make sure you're smashing that donate button on Dylan's page. He's doing great work over there. Let's give him a little something, something. Keep that web page going. Helps us out every single week. You're still promoting that after he said he was going to kick you in the nuts? <laughs> Look, I'm just being a nice guy. That's kick all. you in the nuts. <laughs> Squaw in the nuts. Another, <laughs> another South Park reference. Go for it. Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 62 consisted of Akam, one half of the Authors of Pain, and his tag team partner, Rezar. Both of them came with an NXT championship belt. Tactical vest and helmet accessory. They were in their black gear. Next up, Braun Strowman. And he came with two TLC 2018 folding chairs. 
Dude Love came with glasses, headband, and a shirt accessory. Roman Reigns came packaged with the IC title. And last but certainly not least, Sting. He was in his gear from Jeff, thank you for putting this in, Bash at the Beach 1991, white tights, green boots, had a Polly Pocket style entrance jacket that was black, green, and gold, and was also packaged with the big gold belt. And that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 62. The only reason I put that in at Bash at the Beach 91 is because it said it on the back of the card. Oh, I see. I see. I thought you went and like researched Google Images and went and watched pay-per-views just to come up with that tidbit of information. Let's go with that, dude. You didn't just look at the back of the box. No, I looked at the back of the box, honestly, dude. Or you could just say that you looked at the back of the box. Look, I will never lie to you guys. Okay, maybe sometimes I will lie to you guys. Okay, all the time I lie to you guys. <laughs> well, you uh, haven't used auto-tune on Shitty Flute yet, so you're keeping it au natural, so. You just came up with a brilliant idea. Don't use auto-tune with Shitty Flute, dude. Why not? No, don't do it. Just keep it natural. <laughs> right, okay, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> did you try to, like, get a throat noise to go with I the- did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. It did not work out so well. <laughs> that did not go well. Kanye on shitty flute. I am not. <laughs> All Ooh. right, Kanye. I don't. He, he got talks, me. He talks to fish. Oh, I see. That's according to South Park. <laughs> Another South Park reference. Anyways, Scott, favorite. Uh, do I even need to ask? Uh, well, that's actually a hard one. Every figure in this assortment. I mean, Braun Strowman is kind of like a run-of-the-mill figure at this point in Series 62. The Roman Reigns is outstanding. But, dude, those Authors of Pain figures and then that Sting. I mean, that's that's three home runs right off the bat in this series. Right. Then you've got an extremely well-done Roman Reigns and a perfect dude love. Even LeBron is good, but like I said, he's kind of run of the mill at this point. This is a strong assortment, dude. Those authors of pain figures are amazing. Right. Amazing. Even with the helmets and the NXT tag belts, it they look fantastic. I think they made it into our Ooh, that one I'll have to fact check, but I think they made it into our Top twenty eighteen. Top, top 10, ten of yeah. twenty eighteen. Yes. Yeah, I th- I think that you're right. I think that they did. Um I want to also thank Ethan because he actually sent me that Sting figure. He sent it loose, um, but I've got it proudly displayed in a WCW ring right above my Detolf. So big thanks to Ethan for that one. Uh, Have the Authors of Pain and the Roman Reigns, actually. So I'm only missing two of this assortment. Strong, strong offering from Mattel here. Really well done. I'd probably give the edge to Sting in the top figure, but Akam and Rezar are like right behind him. Also, I want to say I've seen a lot of these dude love figures signed and Mick Foley will dress it up, the autograph for this figure. And nice. it, looks, it looks fantastic. He puts hearts on it. He dresses it up really nice. So if you can get this figure signed, I highly recommend doing that because it will look great in a collection. Good suggestion. Those are the only suggestions I give when I'm not lying. <laughs> or playing shitty flute. No, that's actually great when I play Shitty Flute. <laughs> Should I play John Cena again? No, it's okay. Ah, all right. <laughs> no more plugs for that guy. Let's get into the eBay prices. Let's start off with Akam. 
Last sold eBay listing was Halloween 1031. He had it on a buy it now for $52.79. But thank you to 130point.com, I can see what the accepted offer was. The gentleman that had this one, or lady who had this one up, accepted it for $46.50 just for Akam. Rezar, he had the same accessories as Akam. Now this one, I could not find any Rezar figures. I found Rezar on card with Akam, so it was two carded figures. Last sold eBay listing was September 13th, sold with Akam. The guy had the pair, or the lady, had the pair on a buy it now for $120.00. They accepted 80 for the pair. Wow, really? Dude, those things were going for quite a bit at the height of COVID. Braun Strowman with the TLC 2018 folding chairs. Now, I could not find any carded ones. I could not find any complete. So I pulled the only loose one I could find. This was loose Braun from Elite 62. It was loose, not complete, November 1st for $4. Okay, that doesn't count for the line. It, it does not count for the line. The Jack Gallagher line. It's still the Jack Gallagher, almost the AJ Styles line, but it is the Jack Gallagher line. Dude Love with the glasses headband. Last sold eBay listing was October 23rd for $44.99. Roman Reigns with the IC title. Last sold eBay listing October 10th for $34.98 on a buy it now. And last Sting Polly Pocket style jacket from Bash at the Beach 91. Last sold eBay listing was September 22nd. Now, again, they had it on a buy it now for $89.99. And again, thank you to 130point.com. I saw that the accepted offer was for $70. Oh, wow. Okay. So that is it for Elite 62. Did any of those prices surprise you, Scott? Uh, I figured Akam and Rezar as a pair would go closer to what that person was asking for on the buy it now. The $80 price point kind of surprises me. But the Sting figure at $70, that's a deal. That's a great looking Sting figure. That was a good series, man. Dude, love solid, solid, oh, very solid series, very solid. I'm also looking forward to next one, especially for one figure. So, but we'll get into that next week. But up next, we have the listener segment. Are you ready, Scott, to go talking to the listeners? Let's go talk to them. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people, and I just want to listen. All right, first question of the week comes in from the great horror movie barbecue, Chad Young. Thank you for being on the Summer of Sand Dude Love, Chad. Chad asks, I'm going to make it short and sweet, unlike Austin Aries, who is just short and dumb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The Very dis- good. The dislike between him and Austin Aries is real. This week, and pose a question I don't know that it's ever been asked before. We are all getting that wave of Survivor Series nostalgia going back, watching our favorite matches, events, etc. So my trivia question is to you and everyone else out there. What is the first classic 1987 to 1997 Survivor Series team that was fully immortalized in Elite Legends form? Meaning, which full team got their Elites first? This could be a tricky one. But I thought it would be fun to see if you guys or any of the listeners could figure it out. Love you guys. Sig Justice for Hall of Fame. Something, 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 Wawa, Chad Ecto Young. <laughs> okay, that's an excellent question. Um, Ooh, we're getting hit with a little bit of trivia this week. I'm liking it. Okay, so the first team to be immortalized. Now, because like I'm thinking Ultimate Warrior, Kerry Von Erich, and the Road Warriors. Uh, I think what he, oh wait, yeah, you might be right. That actually had like Mattel Legends figures, I think is what he's saying. 
Oh, Mattel Legends figures. Which I think you just got it. Um, wait. What about Demoli- Demolition? Was were they? Uh, Demolition, Hogan, and Jake were a team, but Hogan hasn't had a Legends figure. Oh. But Warrior Kerry Von Erich or Texas Tornado and the Road Warriors did. In Elite Legends forms. Okay. Oh shit! Did I just answer it? I think you just answered it. Oh, well, it's a good thing I saw a picture today of Carrie Von Eric Ultimate Warrior and Road Warriors. I just happened I, to be scro- I scrolling through Twitter, and I just happened to see that today, and that was the first thing that popped to my head. The only catch might be that it was the Road Warriors and not the Legion of Doom. Um, But they faced, oh, it was all three Demolition members and Mr. Perfect. So Crush wouldn't have counted on the opposing team. Correct. Dude, I think you got it. Warrior, Texas Tornado, and the Road Warriors. As I said, it's a good thing I saw that on Twitter today. Wow, okay. Boom. Okay. Well, that was easy. Well, well, no, it wasn't. Oh. Because you immediately start to go through all of the teams. How do you guys remember all the teams? Yeah, that's crazy. Like that is, th- I'd have to cheat and go look. Thinking of 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92. I mean, just going through all the teams, like, how do you guys even remember all that? Yeah, that's a tough one. All right, so I did get it. Right off, that was more of an accident. You kind of stumbled into it. I know, I know. Chad, send us another trivia question in a couple weeks. That was that a good was... one. I like that one. Scott, next. By the way, Chad, we love you, man. Hope you're doing well out in your new hometown. Scott, next question comes in from Justin Summers. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my bi-weekly question. As of this recording this past weekend, I flew out to San Antonio and I did something that I never thought I would do and that was meet my long-lost half-sister. If anybody wants more context on this because I'm not going to dive into it, it does get brought up for a good part of Wrestling Cheers this past week so you can catch a much more in-depth story. But for the premise of this question, it does have to do with me going down to San Antonio. There were three restaurants I ate at that aren't in my local area. So even though I didn't go to like some local hot spots type thing of like really tasting that local flavor, I I wanted the food that I couldn't get at home. And literally first place I went after we got off the plane and picked up our rent a car and it was Whataburger. Also ate at In-N-Out as well as Jack in the Box. I would like your opinions on these three restaurants. Now, I know at least In-N-Out is in your area, and I know you both travel. You've been to places, so I can maybe assume that you've had all three. For me, I rate Whataburger very high on my list. We went there three times while we were there, and we were there from late Friday night to early Monday morning. I'm a huge fan of the barbecue chicken strip sandwich that they have. It's, it's on Texas toast, and I forget the exact cheese they have on it, but it is downright delicious. And, of course, the Whataburger itself got that on my second visit. First time I had had it since the first time I went back in 2013. And I definitely threw on that spicy ketchup, and it that's a great, great burger. Third time we went, had the, I believe it was the honey butter chicken biscuit. I believe that's the one breakfast item that I always heard a lot about. I've never had never been there for breakfast and we got it literally right before we went back to the airport. So Whataburger, 
very high on my list. Absolutely love it. Now I know you boys are from California. I don't know your thoughts on In-N-Out, but I'm going to say they should rename it to Mid-In-Out. First time I had In-N-Out was like 2015. I didn't get anything animal style because I didn't know that was a thing. And everybody told me like, oh, you got you got to get animal style. You got to get animal style. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. So we went, got me a double-double and made it a combo and got them both the fries and the burger animal style. And I, I just wasn't impressed. Now, my sister, who even though she's living in San Antonio, she spent most of her life living in California. She said that California in and out is just way different and way better. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know if you guys have any experience with that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And then Jack in the Box, I need more of. Uh, we only got it a little bit on Sunday and we just got like two tacos just to tide us over for dinner because we were having a big uh, Brazilian steakhouse dinner. But I don't I don't mind it. But it's one of those things that like I don't necessarily hate it. Like it's not one of those things that like Whataburger where when I'm in the area, I need to get me some Whataburger. I think if I were to rate all of them, actually, let's go with grade them. Whataburger gets an A in and out gets a D plus and Jack in the Box gets an incomplete at best right now. I would give them a C. So, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on those three establishments. And if you've been to any in and out outside of California, whether there was a difference and I'll throw in this last little bonus here when it comes to food. Is there any place? And I want to say I've asked this question. Is there any restaurant like chain restaurant that you can't get in your area that when you do travel and you're in that area, you got to get outside of Whataburger for me, it's Zaxby's and Portillo's. Like it is really hard to turn down Portillo's when you're in that area, any area that has it. Steve from PPW knows what I'm talking about. All right. That will do it for me. Much love and respect to you both. And I'll catch you guys next time. Later. All right, Scott, this is the food question, so I'm turning it over to you. <laughs> okay, because you don't eat food. Well, I eat food, but a lot of <laughs> a lot of people say I eat bird food, but deal with that another time. Well, we did go to uh, Gladys Knight's House of Chicken and Waffles in Atlanta. Oh, God, here we go. And we're all ordering these massive quantities of, of super unhealthy, like, fried chicken plates and waffles and grits and... You name it, we're shoveling it down. And here's Jeff. Um, I'll have two egg whites, please. <laughs> 12 years later, I'm still hearing about this. So it was funny. It was almost like a scene in a movie where unwanteds walk into a local bar <laughs> and you hear the record scratch like, and everybody stops and stares. That's what the table did to Jeff when he ordered two egg whites. I wanted egg whites <laughs> and toast. I got toast too. Well, to your credit, you went a little bit crazy. Because after you finish the egg whites, you order two more egg whites. <laughs> I got four egg whites. <laughs> you did in two separate orders. You were a madman on that trip, dude. I was a little worried about you. I was on a WrestleMania trip, so I had to pretend I was a wrestler and eat like a wrestler. <laughs> I, needed okay. egg, I needed egg whites and toast. Okay. To answer Justin's question, <laughs> uh, I have never had Whataburger. I've heard mixed reviews on it. Uh, there are people that live here. For example, my coworker, Scott, uh, he's gone through Texas numerous times and he's not a fan. He does not like Whataburger, but I would totally try it. 
Now, the other two on the list, In-N-Out Burger and Jack in the Box, I'm very, very well-versed in. And I don't know that I would actually eat at either of those if I was out of state. I would try to find something a little more local and not something that I can get back at home. I like I, I don't like to eat what I get at home when I'm on vacation or when I'm out somewhere else. Like, I want to try the local stuff. So I would skip Jack in the Box and In-N-Out. But I will say... Justin, I would agree with your incomplete on Jack in the Box because the tacos are almost a French fry substitute when you eat at Jack in the Box because they're always two for 99 cents and you usually get them with your burger. So the next time you go, if I could make a recommendation, try the Bacon Ultimate Cheeseburger or the Sourdough Jack. Those are my go-tos at Jack in the Box. So the next time you go, get those. The Oreo Cookie Shake is really, really good. Their seven-piece jalapeno popper is outstanding. So those are kind of my recommendations for Jack in the Box. In-N-Out Burger, you did it right by getting animal style, but don't get french fries at In-N-Out Burger. I'm a huge In-N-Out Burger fan, but their french fries are trash, and I will stand by that. And that's why I do uh, Seth from the Chick-fil-A show's favorite move. When I go to In-N-Out Burger, I'll do the Fat Boy U-turn and go into the McDonald's parking lot right next door. (laughs) And I will get my large french fries to go with my In-N-Out burger. I will not eat In-N-Out french fries. Even animal style, covered in cheese, whatever. I, It's not a fan. I do not like In-N-Out fries. So that's my recommendation. But you did it right getting the double-double animal. I don't know what happened out there in Texas. They somehow screwed up In-N-Out burger. Uh, that's weird. But it's really good here. I, I will agree that California In-N-Out is the best. In, in terms of like, quote-unquote, fast food. I would say they're the best around here. Carl's Jr. is a close second. I haven't had a Whataburger either. Even when I was in Dallas, I did not get a Whataburger, so I can't. Really? That's N.A. on that one for me. You were in Dallas and you didn't get a Whataburger. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I had one more point to Justin's question. Oh, go for it. Sorry. He asked about a place that you would eat at when you're like out because you can't get it in your area. For me, 100% of the time, Waffle House. Oh, dude, that, I wrote that down on my notes so I didn't forget. Oh, <laughs> well, that, there you go. Let's talk about the beauty of Waffle House. And oh. let's talk about Sami Zayn mentioning that during an interview <laughs> with the Usos in the background. And, like, <laughs> Jay hates Sammy, But as soon as Sammy said he was paying for Waffle House, like, Jay hella perked up. Well, Sammy's been doing a good job of having Jay break character lately. So, anyways. That's become his lot in life is to make Jay crack. During the day. But he mentioned Waffle House, dude. And Jayla perked up, dude. I was laughing so hard. Oh, it was awesome. Okay, so Waffle House for me, there I can get egg whites. They don't judge me there. Oh, boy. And I get one waffle. Oh, well, okay. Well, good for you. That's awesome. You got to get some carbs in, you know? Dude, the first night in NOLA, I don't know if I told the story. We were out drinking. It's shocking, uh-huh. right? And we're all hammered, dude. And Eddie's like... I've got to get something to eat. But the problem was everything was kind of closing up. Okay. So we couldn't find anything. That fool Ubered us to Waffle House. Because (laughs) Waffle House is like five minutes off of bourbon. Right. We get there and we're all thinking, okay, we're going to go sit down. We're going to eat hella food. Dude, everything is to go. What? Yeah. So I guess at a certain hour, they shut down the seats. And all orders are to go until like 6 or 7 a.m. I think it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. So we order our food. We're standing there waiting. This dude and his girlfriend walk in and they're ordering hella food. And the dude takes a flask out of his jacket (laughs) and starts drinking out of his flask. It was like, man, if I wasn't Nola, I'd think I was in Vegas. 
Like that, it's just a party town. But yeah, we had to go to Waffle House. We went out of our way to go to Waffle House at 4 a.m. because it is that good. If I'm not mistaken, that's the Waffle House where Rant with Ant saw Akam and Rezar walk in. I saw Rezar there. Oh, you saw Rezar there? I saw Rezar. Yeah, he was wearing his NXT jacket. That's uh, right. Shannon and I were at a booth in the corner. And the bath, like you had to walk to the corner to get to the restrooms. You kind of turn the corner. And I'm eating my food and I happen to look up. And he's looking right at me, wearing his NXT jacket. Like, the look on his face was, I know you're a mark. Don't you ask me for anything. <laughs> so I I looked at him. We made eye contact. I knew what he was saying without saying it. And I went right back to eating my food. You acknowledged that tribal chief, huh? I did. I did. <laughs> I did not ask that man for anything. Okay. Uh, so, yes, Waffle House for me is an underrated one or one I have to go to all the time. In-N-Out Burger is my jam. I love In-N-Out Burger. Same. I think your sister might be correct, Justin. I have had In-N-Out Burger in Colorado. To me, that tasted the same. So hmm. I don't know if it was different down in Texas. So In-N-Out Burger is my jam. I love that place, dude. I can eat there all the time. Now, regarding Jack in the Box, when I go to Jack in the Box, I always get the tacos. Because I yeah. love their when I when I do go to Jack in the Box, I always get their tacos. Love their tacos, but their onion rings. Oh yeah, their onion rings are so underrated. They use panko breading. That's why. Really? Yes, they do. They're panko onion rings. Allegedly. No, no, no. They legit do. I well, they did as of like a year ago. I oh. don't know if that's changed, but yeah, that's why the onion rings are so good. It's like real breading. The other thing at Jack in the Box that is absolutely delicious, outside of their shakes, their shakes are really good too. The other thing at Jack in the Box is their egg rolls. So underrated. Shannon and Peyton love the egg rolls there. So underrated. So good. At Jack in the Box, it's not about the burger, although their sourdough Jack back in the day used used to run right through me and I didn't mind it one bit. (laughs) Sometimes it's worth it. Exactly. Time to clean the pipes. (laughs) But... If I were to go to Jack in the Box today, it would be egg rolls, onion rings, and a couple of tacos. Dude, when I really fat boy it up at uh, Jack in the Box, uh-huh. which by the way, if you're going to go to Jack in the Box, download their app. You get free stuff all the time. But a go-to meal for me at Jack in the Box is the double jumbo jack. And then I customize the meal to get a large Coke. I don't get fries. I get the seven piece jalapeno popper instead and two tacos. Oh, I like what you're doing there. Oh yeah, dude massive heartburn afterwards, but so (laughs) worth it. If I make it to 50, I'll be shocked. (laughs) Get the paddles ready. We're not celebrating your 50th birthday. We're just celebrating you getting to 50. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He made it, guys. He made it. Despite Uh, Jack in the Box's best efforts, here he is. (laughs) Justin, I'm glad you got to head down to San Antonio. I'm glad you had a good time, man. And thank you for sending in the food question. Scott, next question. Now, JT sent in a question, but I'm going to hold off till around the end of November for that question. So, JT, I'm going to keep ah. that. Qu- I'm going to bank that question. I did have another one from him from a while back. So, this is kind of dated a little bit, but still holds true to wrestling figures. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here, back with that bi weekly submission. I know I'm a bit late to the party, but I want to give you guys my thoughts on the new Impact action figures coming out. So those are Eddie Edwards, Moose, Jordan Grace, and who was the other female? Was it Deanna Prazo? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because it was four in the first line. Correct. While it's been a while since I've seen Impact, I'm glad that they are finally able to get a wrestling line. I've been wanting to see Impact 
get into the wrestling figure game for some time, and we're finally getting that wish granted thanks to Cella Toys. While I'd like to wait and see how the line turns out, I do want to set aside money for Eddie Edwards, seeing him and Davey Richards finally getting action figures, and he put in parentheses ironically as they split apart, is awesome. Only things I want to comment on is for those who are getting stressed out because there's a lot of wrestling action figures out there on the market, especially in the 6-7 inch category, my best advice is to give yourself a timeout. Grab a cup of coffee and tea and think of who or what you want to have in your wrestling figures collection. Jeff and Scott, I know you guys mentioned that you are focusing on the golden era these days for the collection. For me personally, I go with a sort of Christmas style wish list. Any figures I'm most likely going to want in the future for the figure fed or just in general, write them down on the wrestling figure wish list and refer to that whenever I've got the money to buy figures. That's a sound advice right there. Very much so, yes. So for the Impact Wrestling line, we are excited about those as well. Um, it would be cool to get the Eddie Edwards and match him with hopefully an MLW Davy Richards. I was going to ask, is Davy official or are we just guessing he's going to be in the MLW line? Uh, well, no, cause they haven't even, they ha- haven't announced like a series one yet. Okay. I didn't think so. I thought maybe I had missed something, but yeah, I, I think he is a safe bet. And yeah, you're right. JT. How cool is that? We're finally getting American Wolves figures. I mean, yeah. What? 12 years too late, but still better late than never. 12 years. Try 13. Really? Two, oh yeah. God, 2009. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. 13 years. Well, I mean, to be fair though, ROH never had figures before Correct. figures. Toy company picked them up in 2016. Wolves were gone. Uh, they never had a run in WWF or WWE. Uh, Impact, they were together for a minute, I think, but Impact didn't have figures. So yeah, this will be our first chance. And, Man, I hope they they match up in terms of scale and sculpting and at least look like they belong together. But yeah, how great is it that we're going to get Wolves figures? I think that that's awesome. Did you say match up in scaling? Oh, no. I did. Well, dude, come on. Are you one of those? Dear Steve Ozer, (laughs) do these match up with my Metal Elites? No, I meant match to each other. I don't care if they're in scale with WWE figures or Jazzwares. I want them to just match up to each other. But that's two different companies making them. That's why I'm saying I hope at least they're in scale with each other. <laughs> don't throw your Steve Ozer papers around at me. <laughs> no, actually, that was the uh, that was the collector nerds typing to uh, Steve Ozer. Sorry. Oh, I see. That was angry typing. I got you. That was angry typing to uh, the keyboard warriors mounting up. Yeah, <laughs> mount up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would love to get like. Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards, and I just wish I could get them together in like the same outfits, the blue, right, with the, with the red marks. Oh God, it would be so awesome. Right, they did. They did have a good run in Impact. They did okay because I haven't watched Impact in forever. Right, really. right. It was a good run. At least I thought. I thought it was a pretty good run. Was it as good as their ROH run? Not a, in my opinion. Now, did their run in Impact not go as well or to your standard? Because maybe the level of talent around them wasn't as steep as it was in ROH? Probably. Okay, gotcha. So it wasn't so much to do with them, it was maybe more the people they were wrestling. Yeah, and it's not to knock the talent that was around them, but I mean, when you have the Young Bucks, the Briscoes... Kings of Wrestling. uh, Kings of Wrestling, who else were they fighting at that time? Steen Generico. Uh, Steen I mean, come on. Yeah, it's like a who's who of today. 
Thank you, JT, for your bi-weekly question. And it is now time to round out the show. And, of course, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can get the three-month eBay averages, I should say, of figures that have sold from LJN's, Gloob's, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendos, Defining Moments, and Retro. So if you want to check out the carded and loose prices, make sure you're getting a fair market value, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. All right, let's head down. Actually, you know what, Scott? For the podcasting buddies, I want you to start out with the roast. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) By the way, the views expressed by Scott during the roast are in comedic value. Yes. And are quite funny and quite harsh. (laughs) Are you saying I work stiff? (laughs) (laughs) Displacing hips. (laughs) <laughs> so uh anyways why don't you get into the uh roast yes if you've never watched a roast before i would suggest going and watching any of the comedy central ones just to get a taste of what it's about because if you go into it not knowing what a roast is and what the spirit of a roast is you're gonna think we're all horrible people so let me just preface this plug with that <laughs> give us a follow on twitter at wrestling underscore drunk the show that dropped this past friday was, as Jeff mentioned, the roast of The Miz. It's harsh. It's hilarious. I think you're going to love it. I listened back. I I laughed. I chuckled. Keep in mind, we're all drunk except for Adam, the host, who did a great <laughs> job, by the way. But you can find it wherever you find your podcast at. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Man, that uh, that roast was a little brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, go watch a roast if you've never watched one before, and then give it a listen. That way yes. you're in the spirit of things, you you get it. The views of Squat... <laughs> squat, do, thank you. ...do not reflect the views of Scott. <laughs> but Scott laughed a lot. <laughs> okay, let's head on over to the podcasting buddies, also of Breaker and Bane. They do Wrestling Talk, Toy Talk, all the talks over there at Breaker and Bane's power hour also check out breaker side projects you know it's fake right and the tb toy cast all right and let's head on over to the positively pro wrestling podcast steve was at it by himself last week well you know, not not doing that well i mean he, <laughs> well i mean he could have but <laughs> I, I i don't know if he was doing it during the show but hey but anyway i wouldn't judge him if he did i mean no whatever. Well, nobody should judge anybody like that. Absolutely not. Exactly. So what you any, put in your hands is your business. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, that's gross. Um, <laughs> check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast where he was talking about old school VHS tapes. Nice. I know. It was actually a great listen. And he actually pulled a lot of clips from old WrestleManias, which I really, really love. So great job on that show doing it solo, Steve. But go check out that show at the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. We got Seth, Sheena, and Marco doing the Chick Foley show where they talk wrestling and wrestling figures. You heard Justin earlier talking about wrestling cheers. You got RJ doing ringside rant. You got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face, a fun show. You got Tim pulling up a chair with the fig life. You got Soda. You got Ethan talking about the vroom vrooms going around in one huge circle, changing four tires. Got a spring that came loose. You got a pit. You get get black flagged, all that stuff over at In the Marbles pod, talking about NASCAR. And check out our buddies, Marty and Sarah. Love wrestling. Scott, roll call. 
Yes, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. Of course, he's our artist. He should be yours too. Check him out on his social media accounts at The Art of Jason Wolf. Guy does amazing work. If you need artwork of any type, hit him up. You will not be disappointed. He also does great looking custom Hasbro figures. Check those out. You also will not be disappointed. I believe his commissions are closed right now because he's trying to catch up. He's been flooded with a ton of work, which is fantastic. So check him out. Jason Wolf on his social media at The Art of Jason Wolf. And Jeff, that runs out roll call. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's no Outsiders Beer Co. No, unfortunately, Bane's taking a break. We love you, Bane. We do, man. When, as soon as that comes back, back to the plugs. Beard hairs not smelling like butt hairs. Exactly. I forgot about that. I was going to play Shitty Flute uh, during your spiel, but... I was, yeah. I was going to play Fear of the Dark. <laughs> Speaking of butt hairs... <laughs> Scott, for episode 354, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, big life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 354. Hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.